YouTube, looking around, and not just with the, you know, the silly videos, but even with serious videos covering topics of politics or culture, religion or philosophy, I found a few good nuggets, and it was pretty easy to find them. Here's some titles, and these are usually in all caps uh, to make it even more dramatic. Climate activist gets annihilated in debate, or this one, politician humiliated by opponent in disastrous debate. Or this one, professor left literally speechless in epic debate. <laughs> Something is, is wrong with us if we see strength and winning primarily as the ability to one-up an opponent, to cut him down with a sarcastic jab or humiliate them with just the right clever comeback. It's not just the secular world either. Here's another video title posted by a guy saying he's a pastor. Atheist Christopher Hitchens gets destroyed by Doug Wilson in three minutes. Now, some might object here and say, that's just YouTube, okay? That's just the drama to get clicks and views. My response to that is, well, why does that get the clicks and views? Why is appealing to that spirit, why is that so successful unless it actually is touching something in us that, that we get behind, that we appreciate. What in man is drawn towards always making ourselves appear smarter than others? Always getting the last laugh, even if it's at the expense of the other. That is the default fruit of a spirit, not the spirit, <laughs> but a spirit of pride, condescension, smugness, wanting to be superior to others instead of seeking to serve them. The Bible gives us a very different model to follow. We return again to Paul in Galatians chapter 5, where he says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Kindness. When God's Spirit is working in us, our default disposition towards others should be one of kindness. We see this taught in the book of Proverbs when describing the noble woman in chapter 31. We see this said about her in verse 26. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Earlier in Proverbs 21, 21, it promises this. Whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness, and honor. Then consider the prominence that God gives to kindness in the prophetic book of Micah, chapter 6, verse 8. He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly before your God. So if we're supposed to walk in kindness, what is, what is kindness? Is it mere niceness? Is it a pleasant disposition? Warm thoughts about others? No, kindness is more tangible. It's love demonstrated, love made useful. We see a simple example of this in Acts chapter 28, after Paul is shipwrecked on the island of Malta. He says this in verse 1, after we were brought safely through, the native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all, because it had begun to rain and was cold. Some basic hospitality. James speaks of similar practical kindness in chapter 2, saying this, if a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warm and filled, 
without giving them the things needful for the body? What good is that? Said differently, no one is kind secretly in their heart, (laughs) as if it were a matter of private inner disposition. No, kindness is love demonstrated, enacted. I mentioned earlier that, that video clip where Doug Wilson supposedly destroys this atheist Christopher Hitchens. There's actually a, a full documentary that Wilson put out that chronicles his relationship with the late Hitchens. In it, he didn't seek to belittle or attack Hitchens at all. Rather, in kindness, he, he built a friendship with Hitchens, striving to respectfully win him over to the gospel. Yes, they had some, some heated debates, but it was with a spirit of respect, not annihilation. Wilson didn't treat him as an enemy to conquer, but a soul to win. Of course, we see the ultimate expression of, of this love and kindness in Jesus. The same word for kindness in Galatians is used again by Paul in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. And you all were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked. But God, being rich in mercy, made us alive together with Christ, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. That was no mere warm feeling on God's part, but a costly sacrifice in our place. That, while we were still his enemies, still dead in sin, we would be saved. And in Titus chapter 3, we see what happens when kindness shows up. What does it look like when kindness is enacted? Titus 3, 4. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his mercy through Jesus Christ our Savior. That same spirit that empowered the most costly act of kindness in Christ teaches us to esteem others more highly than ourselves and enables us, makes us able to demonstrate that love in acts of kindness to others. So let us earnestly seek this week, even today, to bless others through words and actions of kindness. This reminds us for our need to confess our sins. So let's do so now silently, remembering that our God is gracious, merciful, and forgiving.